Michelle fight for that white gold. This one for them hood girls, them good girls, straight masterpieces. Stylin', wildin', living it up in the city. Got chucks on with Saint Laurent, gotta kiss myself, so pretty. I'm too hot. Call the police and the firemen, I'm too hot. Make a dragon wanna retire, man, I'm too hot. Say my name, you know who I am, I'm too hot. And my band by the fans, break it down. Okay, kids, put down your now dead mice because of the point and click and uh, grab a beer or an iced tea, be it. Uh, it's time for XP Quest. Uh, God, what are we? This is episode 22, and we are streaming live on February 1st, 2018. If we would have done the show tomorrow, I would have just started the uh, intro like five times throughout the show just to fuck with the people. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's around Groundhog's Day, you know? <laughs> so, uh, with me is my esteemed colleague, Mr. Chad. Uh, is, oh, esteemed. Thank you, esteemed. DJ Daddy. I can't believe you had me back after that drunk episode of last time. <laughs> it so- was the gin. It was all Chris's fault. It was the gin. It was it was- I got a little gin here tonight, too, but I'm, uh, I'm taking it easy. It was Chris's it fault. Chris made you drink the gin. Chris, that guy. Yeah. That's the guy. <laughs> Peer pressure has always been my thing, Chris. Don't listen to the last episode. No, it was a good episode. There was some great oh, was discussion. Bad. Great discussion last episode. I'll and, listen to it. I'm just embarrassed uh, of myself. I'm sure it's very entertaining for the listener. <laughs> we had a couple we had a couple sips of some stuff. <laughs> some of that Hey, that's part of their show though. This, this show's a little bit chaotic, right? Some of that uh, adult beverage. You know, it wouldn't be XP Quest if somebody wasn't drinking, right? <laughs> so. You said it was a requirement. You literally said it was a rule. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. <laughs> steam colleagues were in the other steam. show. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We did have the, the steam show. <laughs> so the steamed, not the esteemed, but the steamed colleagues. And, of course, Brax is, he's firing from the uh, the live chat. Brax? And since I'm not listening live, you you could tell me if one of us is way too loud in the mixer mix because the the AV levels on this little app kind of suck. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you sound good in my ears, and I sound good in my ears, but that doesn't mean the listener is hearing the yeah, right thing. Yeah, he's probably so. like, boo, 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 boo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, drunkenness. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm not drunk today, Pimp Daddy, but I will be by the end of this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so savage. It's like Randy, you know, savage. Like, that's savage. Okay. Levels are good. We're proceeding. So, uh, tonight, we decided we were going to talk about the Torchlight series. Yeah. Yeah. Torchlight. Runic Games. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, let's just start off with just a brief description, the copy-paste from Wikipedia, because why not? (laughs) It's an action role-playing game from Runic Games, published by Perfect World, which I didn't realize. Uh, it was released in 2009. It's uh, set in a fictional town of Torchlight in the expanse of caverns and dungeons nearby, which adventurers explore to collect endless levels of loot. Um, and then it is pretty much a procedure. No, it's it's a random game, very Diablo-esque. Correct. Uh, it's actually the same team. 
Same, so. all, yeah, that's right. It is the same yeah, exact team. Some of the Diablo 2 team worked on this. Yeah. So uh, that, that that's the setup, the volleyball setup there. So you were the one that suggested this because I hadn't played it before. And, you, of course, you're, you, you fly your Diablo flag pretty high, you know, which I respect. I got the platinum for, uh, for Diablo 3 on PlayStation Thank you. Check oh, it out. Dying Lights. God. <laughs> <laughs> Probably put way over a thousand hours in Diablo 2, and that's not hyperbole. Way oh, over a thousand. Oh, my God. I've yeah. never had the motivation to try to go for a platinum anything. <laughs> I just not, organically got it. Like, it really wasn't even that challenging. <laughs> it was just like, you, you, you put in the levels here. Just just take it. <laughs> yeah, luckily the trophies for that game, they all make sense. They're like, get a level 70 for every class. You know, get a hardcore character to 70. They all they all make sense. Okay. So, there's nothing stupid. <laughs> you know. So, um, Runic Games, uh, they, they came from Diablo. They split away from the the Blizzard guys. Is that that's correct? And then they they formed their own studio. And from what I gather from when I was reading the background of this whole game, they wanted to make an MMO. However, they decided to put out a real quick, fast game, just to I guess generate some money and some buzz before they started working on an MMO, which is. I think that's how it ties into Perfect World. They 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 sort of uh, they sort of dangled it in in front of Perfect World, saying, "Hey, check this out. We also want to make an MMO, right?" I think yeah, that's how a, that relationship came together. That's my understanding as well. I don't think they ever made an MMO, though, right? I, yeah, I know. So, so I'm like, that's yeah, that's the sure that's the that irony. That's the irony of this. Yeah. They never made that stupid MMO. <laughs> no, but that like, and it's it's sad too because like that doesn't mean this game's not good. Um, but like Runic Game, Runic Games did go out of business. I think sometime late last year. Oh wow! Um, and Torchlight server, the Torchlight two servers were down. They're back up now. So I don't know where they're operating or how that's working. But Some yeah, as far as you know, they're out of business. Militant Linux hackers are like, we're we're gonna run them ourselves. They're in <laughs> yeah, like, no someone's idea. basement or something, but it's still good. Yeah. Yeah. Where there's a will, there's a way. But, okay, so the, uh, I, I, of course, hadn't played either of these games. So, you know, my, my experience right off the bat was, and th- this comes from somebody who I've never actually played Diablo 2 or 3. I've only ever played oh one. My I've Pip, only Dad, ever played, played one. one. <laughs> the one that I've played the least. Wow. Yeah. I don't and, have and, a spell ready. And, and then I just, I sort of didn't get it until somebody Somebody had to sit me down and really tell me what I was doing wrong in Diablo. And then that's when it I got better at it, but I still like it just the it ground on me. Like I just couldn't do it. it, it like I mean, I I got really strong, but it, by by the time I got strong, it, it was like I don't know, the difficulty curve was just in the ridiculous stage. So I'm just like, eh, you know. <laughs> so I but you know, that was back when computers were pretty much guaranteed to crash at some point. <laughs> It also matters what version of it you're playing because progressively they patched the Diablo games and made them harder because you were supposed to implement more online play with people. So at some point in time, Diablo 1 becomes, as far as I'm concerned, completely unplayable in single player. And so does Diablo 2 for that matter. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. in the harder difficulties. Yeah, I was playing so. it single player because back then, like, I think AOL was still a thing. <laughs> you know, like dial up. Oh, yeah. No, I played them both single player as well. But yeah, to your point, uh, Diablo One is, is hard. It's a hard game. It's a, it's um, you know, it's a 
late hybrid kind of game uh, from, uh, you know, when you had all the popularity of roguelikes with Fatal Labyrinth. Yeah, yeah. Diablo really channels that. The first one does. And it's very challenging. The only difference is you can leave the labyrinth. You know, you can leave the dungeon anytime, which is a big no-no in a roguelike, as you know, Pip Daddy. Yeah. So, Which, <laughs> but, of course, yeah, it's, ties it's really into this challenging. game because they sort of have that, that, right off the bat, they have that mechanic of you can just leave whenever you want. And, and, and one thing I did yeah. appreciate is that you leave and then you come back in and everything you've battled through is still just dead. (laughs) Dead forever, man. That's right. So, uh, while I was downloading the game, I just clicked over to the steam comments and the first comment I saw made me laugh so hard that I was like, Oh God, what have I gotten myself into? The comment said the guy gave it a thumbs up. He had like hundreds of hours in the game. And he said, this is the, he said this is the best God, what was it? he said this is the 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 best this is a, the best fishing simulator on Steam that just happens to have a side quest of uh, you know dungeon crawling because fishing is an actually implement it's actually part of the game I know yeah. no, <laughs> like really, fishing you don't what? have to fish <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah but like they they don't really tell you too much about it they just like oh, you could go up and fish. And you're like, okay. Just no explanation. Just you walk up to any body of water. Like, hey, you want to fish? You know? Yeah, but the, the fish do affect the game. You feed them to your pet and they yeah. change into like spiders and stuff. It's pretty neat. I didn't neat. realize that until like, yeah. I was like, you know, hours into the game. Like, why am I carrying around all these damn fish? <laughs> you know? No, like this game really is old school in the sense you have to self-educate as you play it and read every item you pick up. Um, yeah. like it's, it's, it does not, uh, does not hold your hand. There's no tutorial <laughs> of any kind. It's just like, here you go. Yeah. Click at stuff. Good Do luck. It. Don't die. <laughs> yeah. Which, but, um, which, which I appreciate. Up, I mean, it's set up very much like Diablo one. Instead of the church, you essentially have this, these caverns that have this ember material in it and you just keep going further and further down in them. And that's the whole game really. Yeah. So, so I, I know in the brief time I, I you know between the last episode and this episode, I know I've only made it probably seven or eight levels down, so I feel like I'm still just scratching the surface. I expect there to be like fifty levels or something. You are, yeah, you are, and um, <laughs> not to jump right to the sequel, but the sequel is totally different. It has um, varying levels, and it's more Diablo two like in the sense that it's not one dungeon and sprawled out. But the first one really is just a constant. Keep moving downward. You know, it's about 30 hours long. Putting hundreds of hours in his madness. Like, I would never do that. So, <laughs> well, um, you know, he liked his fishing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but, you know, once you've gone seven or eight levels down, you've basically experienced what this game is. It just it just progressively gets more challenging and better from there, you know. Um, and and how, much, you find. how much uh, complete reskinning? Like, do you, like, at level 10, does it completely, like, reskin to hell level or something? Um, at some point in time, yeah, it, it basically starts to reskin, and uh, as things get progressively harder, but it's really the exact same thing over and over again. Like I think that it really channels the Diablo gameplay of click, 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 click. <laughs> yeah, that's probably really why my remember right before we started this episode, I was like, why is my mouse not working? I swear it killed the battery on my mouse, dude. <laughs> like, I've had I need my a new battery. Lock up my finger. That is not a joke. Years. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a joke. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, uh, like you've really experienced the whole game. It reskins. The enemy types do change around. There's actually a pretty good uh, amount of enemy variety. It's not like mm-hmm. the first Diablo where you just had all skeletons. Hmm. Uh, skeletons. <laughs> Waves of skeletons. Oh, look, yeah. more skeletons. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the thing that the thing that I really like about it is it's it's um it's 
Torchlight 2 is they're very engaging. And I think it's something that Diablo 3 sort of failed at. Mm-hmm. Diablo 3 was basically like you run through and you click mobs of stuff until something one one hit kills you and you're dead. Torchlight, like, none of the enemies will completely blow you away, but you do have to dodge them, back up, use potions. Like, it does have a constant engagement, so it really is more than just click, 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 especially when you get in the later levels. Like, yeah. you really do have to lock in and focus on the game. And I, I think that that's, that's something that I appreciate, and I feel like that's an evolution from even Diablo 2 in that regard. Certainly. Now, does... Uh, for- and this is just from what I was reading. Does the expansion of the character classes to Torchlight 2, does that actually sort of help or does it sort of muddy it or does it just make it more replayable? Um, you mean like because they have more character classes yeah, and stuff? Yeah, because it went from like 3 to 7 or something like that. Yeah, you know, they're all still just archetypes. I mean, the first game's like Engineer, Alchemist, and I don't know, Brawler or something. And yeah. like you can basically, it's essentially. They're not all that different in terms of variety. One's more like an assassin, if you want to compare it to Diablo 2. And, like, they do expand the classes into Torchlight 2, but it doesn't change the core of gameplay much. Um, the pets are basically just a reskin. Like, you can have a panda in the second game. <laughs> <laughs> I made my brother buy it. We're playing or whatever. He's just like, what? Because he didn't even pick his pet. Like, an auto-picked a panda. We get in the game. He's like, what does this stupid panda do? I'm like, the pet's, like, an integral part of the Torchlight experience. But it's really just a reskin of ferret or the cat or the dog from the first yeah, yeah. game what, so. what, what if it's like you know oh i got a sloth and it just can't keep up like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah so in a lot of respects it's just a, it's more skin but like i do feel like um because the because you can customize the character so much in terms of where you spend the points it does add a lot more variety to the game in the second one to have different classes yeah so. yeah that's true yeah see I, I don't feel like i just i scratch the surface on the the, the the skills and all that and it was see like I, there was some game that we played back in the Steam days um, where everybody was gushing about it but like the 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 skill tree that you you could print out to build your character was just insane like it was like, like an old CRPG like oh, an old classic RPG yeah sort of but oh my god it just drove me nuts looking at this and there was websites where you could sort of pre-build your character the way you wanted it and you just like I could not believe the amount of scrolling you had to do just to see the entire skill tree, you know? And I'm like, I hate, I oh, almost hate um, games like that, where it was just like, it was too much, you know? Path of Exiles like yeah, that. Yeah, that was it. That was it. That yeah. was the game. Okay, also made by the Diablo 2 team. How ironic. So, <laughs> But yeah, the <laughs> skill tree was just insane. Like, you're just like, why would you, who, why, why? <laughs> Listen, that's that's actually one of the, I started playing that because I do like Diablo, and we play. I played with my brother, and I found the game too intimidating. Not necessarily because it was too challenging to pick up but it, like you said it's like you have to go like you have to figure out stuff forever and you have to put these gems <laughs> in your items to get new skills yeah and, and before, it's before you start the game you have to figure out what you want the end game to be like right <laughs> and then you have to have a chart next to you and that's the thing is unless you read about it online you're gonna fuck your character up yeah exactly like, you're, just, you're gonna just fuck them up it's just the way it is yeah Whereas, so. like, in Torchlight, it was just like, uh, yeah, you really can't screw this up. Just, you know, just choose something. No, right? I think you can respect, too, up to, um, like, the last three or four points, you can respect them in Torchlight. Okay. Um, which is which is actually a nice feature. That way, you can screw up your first few points you spend, but by the time you start figuring out the game, you can go back and reclaim some of what you screwed up, which I think is a good balance. Yeah, I, so. I, I love games that let you do that. Because Me, too, yeah. I'm not, I, I mean, I, I don't always like a full respec um, you know, like I feel like sometimes like screwing up as part of the RPG experience, yeah, yeah. And, like getting good at it or whatever, and like developing best practices like players do, 
I don't really like that so much, but being able to roll back a little bit is nice because sometimes you just make you just make the wrong click. You know, you play <laughs> yeah. drunk and you're like, I need a bow. <laughs> so, oh, it's a terrible uh, idea. You don't need a bow. Apparently, we're up to five live listeners now in the chat channel. Well, I don't welcome. know what we did, and and I one mean, of them one of them's the channel owner. So watch whoa. your watch your fucking language. Okay. Whoa, whoa, hey. <laughs> hey, get out of here. Okay. Um, yeah. So back What's to Torchlight. Torchlight. <laughs> so <laughs> the, 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 have you played any of these? I was looking at this list of the stuff these guys made. Have you played any of these other games like Fate no. or oh. Mythos or obviously nope. Diablos? But <laughs> I was like, I, I don't even know what any of those are. No, either do I. The only ones I've played are the Torchlight games, obviously Diablo games. Um, but no, I actually don't. I, I know nothing. Um, I know nothing about their other stuff. Uh I mean, the, I thought this was really their only original product. You're right. Until I looked on Wikipedia and saw their total list, I just thought they were a brand new company. Yeah. You know, 2009. So, it's ah. uh, <laughs> it's interesting. Um, yeah, I will say though, like I'm glad you gave him a chance. I do think that there's enough unique elements in it. If you're all stale on Diablo from this, like I think the pet is a really cool idea. Yeah, I do agree on that because it, I and I it took me. Like the fifth level before I realized I could just start dumping loot on the pet. Right? It's like here, dog. Carry, That's all he's for. Carry, yeah, he carry all stuff. these shields, right? Yeah. And then I, you can feed him fish and change him into spiders. And like I think he's one of the I think he's one of the more fun. Maybe she. I mean, really not. I don't mean to be. Um, you know, your dog can be whatever you want it to be. But I think it's one of the more fun elements of the game. It's it also adds to like the lighthearted tone that they went with this because mm-hmm. one of the big complaints I had about Diablo three is that it's just not dark. It looks like wow and. It's kind of cartoony, but it's weird because this takes that to the max. It's like super cartoony, but, but for I, whatever reason, like, where do you have a pet ferret in this game? It's got like a little <laughs> adventure cap on. It's stupid. It's dumb. You can have I a panda still, in the sequel. I swear to God, though, like I look at WoW and I, I'm like, I just the style. I just I can't do it. Right? No, but yep. this game. I love it. Like I, you know, it's it's cartoony, but it's good. You know, it it kind of has that Bastion feel. Oh my god, I gotta add that to my list of stuff. Oh, Bastion, dude! I just yeah, I just finished that sometime <laughs> last year. I love that game. Bastion, I gotta add that to my list. Okay, it's. I it's mean, on like the list. that's that's a great example, and I think it's because it's consistent. Like the game is, it's yeah. it's consistent, and also like the gameplay has to stand in its own. Like the gameplay in Torchlight is pretty hardcore. It's not yeah. an easy game. It's a hard game. Um, whereas Diablo three, to be honest with you, like I kind of feel like it's a cakewalk. So, <laughs> but you know. but but then when you compare it to like, um, ah, oh God, what was it? We were just talking about Path of Exile, right? Yeah, Path of Exile yeah. is just, I think I think the 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 skins of that game, it just it was too much. Like it was it was too obscure. You know, like you couldn't find paths. You know, it's like, no, it's it's too open ended. It's also an online only persistent world. True, yeah. and um, and that I think like, that that's one of the things that's detrimental. To that was it, also so. sort of like hub spokey kind of a thing, right? Where you had to sort of go zone to zone to zone or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's not the difference between an MMO and a like a like Guild Wars. This is more like Guild Wars. It has hubs where all the players interact. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. you go out yeah. and it's all instanced. Correct. Correct. So. Yeah, Guild Wars One. <laughs> Guild Wars One. I never played two, so. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I had a fine, mesmer. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I actually logged out of the game not too long ago, and there's like seven people on it, and they're all spam bots. So it's pretty fun. <laughs> this but entire show was spawned off the wreckage of a Guild Wars Two podcast. <laughs> wow, wow! You guys, I mean, what? Did, 
well, that's funny. Uh, man. I, I want to throw Born down like char. I want to throw down. Yeah, I want to throw down some like some 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 fate where like you know the char invaded and destroyed the podcast and, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, a dragon arose from Atlantis and <laughs> <laughs> no no literally. <laughs> can you be a char in the second game? This is a real tangent. Yeah, I you... think yeah yeah you can. You can right? Yes yes yeah. Totally the first game it. was just like the char bad and you're a person <laughs> char bad <laughs> you human yeah because i in the second game i played as a plant <laughs> i i don't even know how to process that i Rest i was people. literally a plant and I was an assassin plant. Yeah. <laughs> Dracula says, rest in peace, Guild War players. Rest in peace. That's still out there. If anybody wants to go out there and look that up. That's I, don't funny, know, I don't know if the episodes are live still, but that was, that was a good show. So, I, w- I would love to listen to it, actually, because I really liked that game when it came out. And I actually liked the model for it, too, because it was the first. It's not really an MMO by any stretch of imagination, but I liked the model for that. Which, uh, which was that you didn't have to pay a monthly fee, but you can buy these expansions, which is strange because it's the same model that Destiny uses, but I think Destiny is a freaking scam. I think it's because yeah, they so release so many expansions. The, every time they come out with so. a new expansion, the previous expansion is now the free-to-play, right? So uh, for Destiny? You, it, no, for Guild Wars 2. So oh, I don't you, know how that If works. you actually wanted yeah. to play Guild Wars 2, I think you could download the, the version I have and we could play for free. <laughs> I, I think that's how it works. I, I mean... It's a very I, bizarre I, system, but I can't balance juggle MMOs. Like I feel like I, I love Lord of the Rings Online, so that's <laughs> you're stuck in the day. Misty Mountains right now. So like, I've been stuck in the Misty Mountains for seven years. It's so. cool. I have, <laughs> I have literally been lost in Moria for like two years now. So I, <laughs> I've been in Moria before, but like I'm a little I was a little too low level for it, so I kind of got beat up. But I, it's my favorite part of the did, game. Moria is masterpiece. Did, did you dig so. too deep? Is that what happened? I did. Yeah, the battle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um uh one more one more uh uh thing I was going to say about uh uh Torchlight uh also is that um I I also like that the developers released a DRM free with an offline only mode where you can complete the entire game you can even uh connect to someone uh via IP mm-hmm. and uh like I really appreciate that even if you buy it on Steam you can go to GOG and punch in as your your key and download a DRM free ca- uh copy of the game like they're really big on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just really appreciate that in, a, in an era of all online-only games. That was that's really cool for me. And they released a sequel that way as well. So, did uh, you yeah, did you play plus. any of the modded content? Because I no, did see that that was a big part of it. Like they even had like a level editor, which kind of like when I looked at it, or at least videos of it, it's it literally kind of reminded me of the, like the Aurora tool set that came with Neverwinter Nights. I'm like, oh yeah. And then oh, I, you know, I never fucked around with that, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I had like, never, I had that game installed. They go just out there playing. and start watching some videos. Just watch one or two videos. It, it, it'll it'll tickle you in the right spots. But I, I still like. I'm like, I don't think I'd ever mod that. <laughs> yeah. So what, what, what can you make? Just like your own maps and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You make your own dungeons basically, and you, you share them via whatever it's not creative enough to do that you know yeah I mean? yeah i had mario maker and i made one mario stage that was okay i'm done <laughs> i'm never making another mario, mario stage again <laughs> let, let alone make a fucking dungeon like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no it's I, be a dungeon I, that's very panda specific you need the panda to play it successfully that's gonna be my goal for it i swear i i still on my bucket list in life is to make like a, a an awesome neverwinter nights mod <laughs> and fire it up in multiplayer but That'll be well, that's on the bucket list. We'll get to that someday when jobs are stable and we all have more time. 
which we yeah, all no know joke. never going to happen. <laughs> no, no, President Trump's fixing that right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, oh, speaking of President Trump, did you see the... Uh, did you see the, the, the Valentine's I left at the very bottom of the, the document? No, I did not. Just for you, you, you got to scroll. <laughs> just just for me? Just for you, because, you know, by the time this comes out, it's going to be like Valentine's Day. So I mean, you know that I I'm, I don't like Valentine's Day. I'm, like, the only thing I might <laughs> like, like less than Trump is Valentine's Day. Uh. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big fight with whoever I'm dating every year. <laughs> like no i really don't celebrate it and then it comes and they're mad Uh, (laughs) okay so uh did you have anything because i did not play a a second of torchlight 2 because i don't think i own it (laughs) did did, did you have anything you wanted to to rip on or talk about no the only thing i'll say is that it's it abandons that sort of uh roguelike feel that you know hybrid roguelike the first one has Mm -hmm. so it's more than one area it's very sprawled out it's much more of a it's much more of a sequel to diablo 2 Whereas I feel like Torchlight was much more of a, like kind of an ode to Diablo One. I mean, like it's called Torchlight, kind of like Trinstrom. The town's really kind of established in the same manner. You know, you identify items. Like it even plays the uh, Trinstrom music. I don't know if you noticed that. It plays the Diablo One music. They they sample it into Torchlight One. <laughs> so Torchlight Two just feels like that. its own game. It is, dude. They Diablo like Torchlight One is literally like a fuck you to Blizzard. For <laughs> I was whatever gonna say, was that like down. a nod to it, or was that like a you know, oh, haha! Look at our as success. As I understand <laughs> it, as I understand it, there was a lot of drama going into Diablo Three. The teams had quit. You know, went into development hell. That game was coming out for so long, and like Blizzard really had a different, much more um, mainstream view of that game because Diablo Three is—I don't even think it's totally an RPG. I mean, the character, like you, you can change your character at will anytime. There's no permanent builds or anything like that. So I don't really know if I even consider it RPG, and I don't think the Diablo 2 team wanted to do that. I think they wanted to make a, a true sequel to it, so they ended up leaving, and there was a lot of drama associated with it, which is why there's three different versions of Diablo 3 out there. Torchlight, <laughs> PoE, and this, and allegedly um, Grim Dawn as well, I believe, is also some of the Diablo team. Really? So Yeah, like they really like scattered. And, um, <laughs> and they took their so, ideas like, with them. Dude, like in a lot of ways, Torchlight was supposed to be like a fuck you to Blizzard, and Torchlight Two is much more of a true sequel. Uh, so I'll just say it's it's better in every way. It's sprawled out, like uh, it's it finds itself. It has a lot more customization for the characters, but it's also still very challenging. Like it's not an easy game. Is this still like, random not... generated? That the dungeon random level? generated? I th- I'm pretty sure. Though I have not finished Torchlight Two yet. I'm pretty sure. Um, but it's the same concept where you go back to an area, everyone's dead once you've completed it. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Okay. So. <laughs> Which oh, I appreciate. I want, you, I want you on my side of the wall. Thank you, Pippi. <laughs> Happy Valentine's yeah. Day. <laughs> I want you thank, on thank my you. side of the wall. It's, yeah, it's President not, Trump for anybody who's give me those not following along candies. with the video. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like Torchlight 2 is just, it's just, it's just an expanded version of it, like more pet options, more, more, more character classes. And if you're going to play only one of them, you really can just start with two because these games have zero story of any kind. The story is continuity. Don't even, don't even bother with it. It's asinine. It makes no sense. Something about an alchemist and some ember stuff. And that's all you need. So, make any sense? You're just there to click and kill monsters. Click and click, 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 click. And I'm, I'm not kidding for the listeners out there. My mouse is acting up right now. And I think it's because I was playing Torchlight. Like, I think I finally pushed my poor Microsoft laser mouse over the edge. <laughs> yeah. I Definitely mean, needs I, new batteries. Let's put it My down. mouse has seen some hell. Like, I've had this mouse since 
you know, Diablo two days. And uh, I've had this mouse since Nam. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's keeping it, keeping it alive. It's still got a roller ball on it. Okay, so. uh, listeners out there, uh, tweet out to XP Quest pictures of your war mouse. Like, I want to see the nastiest, most broken mouse, <laughs> like missing buttons. Or, 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 or if you have if you have a keyboard that like all of the the WASD keys are worn off, I want to see those pictures too. So <laughs> tweet them out to at XP Quest. We'll put them on the, <laughs> we'll put them on our site that doesn't have much content. <laughs> you PC gamers, you Look yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you PC gamers, <laughs> you inferior scum. There actually is God a bless version you. of Torchlight on console. You can play uh, Torchlight on Xbox One. Or um, on Xbox 360 and Xbox One, I think. Don't so. doubt that at all. Yep. <laughs> it yep. sounds like something Xbox well. would do. Yep, indeed. Uh, okay, so uh, we're putting that topic to bed. We're going to move on to our minor topics for the show. Uh, bullet point number one. Holy crap, Persona 5 isn't kidding around. <laughs> so I've heard. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I bought this game... I put I I've wanted since I got the PlayStation Four. I was like everybody to, everybody I know on Twitter is like oh my god Persona Four Persona Five sorry Persona Five Persona Five Persona Five. And you oh. haven't added me on there yet, by the way. Ah, yeah, I know it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> One dead saint added me. Oh really? He's on there. Yeah, <laughs> he added you, but not, you need to find me. It's a two way street, man. Are you at DJ Pimp Daddy? No, well, it's DJ. Okay, my my PlayStation PSN handle is DJ Pimp Daddy, but the the I is the number one. Oh, Hacksaw Pimp Daddy? Yeah, no one will know it's you. Yeah, nobody will know. Well, because it required you to put a number in your name, and I'm I'm like, really? No, it doesn't. I don't have a number in mind. It did when I set up my PS3 account, and that's the account that bled over into my PS4. Interesting. Uh, Same here, man. My my name doesn't have a number in it who well, the hell knows well aren't you just super <laughs> I hate it. i've had it for so long well so. that's what you get when you get you know platinum trophies he's like you get honored like that i'm just scum <laughs> <laughs> i only have two platinums one of the, the other one is uh other than diablo 3 the other one is duke nukem so <laughs> duke nukem. i have no taste whatsoever. get some <laughs> okay it was an easy platinum we blew through it <laughs> Okay, so Persona 5, I wanted to get it, right? And then uh, I can't remember what it was. Like, every time I look at it, like, the physical, because I'm, I'm trying to, like, okay, let's just get physical DVDs or, you know, games. And PS, uh, the PlayStation Network literally sent me an email saying, hey, it's PSN, you know, winter sale or something, and everything's half off. And then I just, ha- I was like, whatever. So I clicked in there, and I looked, and, like, Persona 5, half off. And I'm like... This is probably the cheapest I'm going to get it. So I got it for $29.99 <laughs> versus $60, right? <laughs> and it downloaded, and I sent a tweet out to all my followers saying, it's been nice knowing you all. I will see you all later. And I just waited in. And my kids are like, you play this all the time? And then my, finally my kids realized, they're like, this is kind of like adult Pokemon. Because... <laughs> I won't let them play it, but they love the idea that there's Persona because they're like, it's like Pokemon. It's like you're collecting Pokemon. Dad, you love Pokemon. And then I I don't. I had to turn the volume (laughs) down because you know, like, the 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 main characters are always swearing all the time, (laughs) you know, (laughs) because it's a bunch of kids in high school who are like, I can't fucking believe that. And then I'm just like, earmuffs, you know, (laughs) to my kids. Indeed, yeah, they're still Uh, at that age. 
still yeah, at that age. My kids go to a public school, so they've probably heard everything, plus a few things that I don't even know about. Well, I've yeah. already accepted this. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> my kids I saw been... so much shit in public school in New York. What do you tell you? My kids will be in the backseat of the car, and like somebody will say something, like a bad word on a podcast, and they'll be like, and then I'll hear giggling. They'll be like, they said a bad word. <laughs> wow. Bad word. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Persona 5, I think I'm like 10 hours into it, which, from what I gather, is not even 10% of the game. Oh, you're looking at 100 hours easy, right? Yeah, it's oh, easy. Like the other ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. yeah it's easily a 100-hour game. Yeah. And I'm just scratching the surface, but... The plot is so good. I can't believe how, like, I just, I only sit down and I play one, I only play one day per game session, right? And that game session could be a half an hour, 45 minutes, or sometimes an hour, right? But it's only one day in the game. So it's like every day in the game is like an entire sub game, (laughs) you know? I can't, I, I don't know how to explain it like that. I don't see myself sitting down and playing multiple days at once. Like, I think that's where I'd start getting, like, burnt out or something. But it's, it's, it's a nice little break because it's like, you know, you sit down, you play one day in the game, and then, you know, you save at the end of the day before you go to bed. And it's it's just, it's hitting me in all the right spots. So I, it's, it's going to be my long-term game for at least another 90 hours. <laughs> it's a classic turn-based JRPG, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I played. I have not played the series since the very first one. I just looked. It was on PlayStation One. Revolution. And, and my kids are totally one. right. It's just like instead of collecting, you know, Pokemon, you collect demons or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> yeah, so, they're yokai. <laughs> yokai. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, apparently really I'm on is. Team Rocket, so you know I'm kind of an asshole, but whatever, you know. <laughs> so. Yeah. Too bad you're not in a team. What the hell they are? Plasma. The guys who are obviously the heroes when you're. Fuck Pokemon Black. <laughs> Fuck that game. <laughs> Team Plasma's like, you know what? Maybe we should enslave these creatures and battle them. And you're like, nope, we're going to. I'm we're, the good nope. guy. We're doing it. <laughs> we're going there. <laughs> um, everything I've heard about Persona 5 is great. I don't know if I'll ever get to it just because I have not finished Final Fantasy 15 yet. Um, you know, there are so many great RPGs I want to play. And I feel like. I, like I just feel like Persona Five has, has fallen off my radar, and again, like I don't know if I have 120, 130 hours to de- dedicate to a game anymore. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Well, like it's we long. like we said last week, this is my couch game, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. It is true. <laughs> so this is my just kick it back, fire up the you know the PlayStation, just just kick. Yeah, I got a, I got a really nice couch. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Perks I of being an adult. Couch. I have a grandma couch. I will send a picture of it. It is literally on the way to Raleigh. We picked it up at a thrift store. Really <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for like we, we found it on the side of the road. <laughs> no, just like we, we had to fumigate it. <laughs> but you know, like for a, for an RPG like that, like it took me a year and a half to complete Divinity, which I put about 120, but more like probably 200 hours in because uh, I restarted it a couple times. Yeah, that was on just, sale like, too, and I didn't buy that. Boy, that game is a like classic CRPG computer RPG game for console it is it is it is like there's no hand holding at all in that game and you have full customization over everything like that world is just massive so okay okay yeah like give it a go if you want a really hardcore like Baldur's gate style rpg so it's the only time i'd recommend it to you (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay fun fact 
uh, from last uh, episode, just as a follow-up from last episode, uh, we got new, my wife insisted on getting new iPhones finally. So I got a new iPhone and... You're a tech guy and you use Apple. Shut your face. Okay, so I got, <laughs> I got a new iPhone 8. My wife is like, I gotta get an iPhone X. I'm like, of course you do, you know. <laughs> there goes another $400, right? It's Why not? Do. It's America. Right? It's Amer- America, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I want the 8 because I don't want this thing staring at my face all the time, right? And like, ooh, where is this? <laughs> so, I know my brother's like, I just unlock it with my fingerprint. I'm like, that's yeah. the worst idea I've ever no, heard. No, no, I want phone. the fingerprint. I don't want the thing just unlocking because I looked at it, right? <laughs> You're like, oop, unlock. <laughs> Oh, that's even creepier. It's so, like no, it, trust me. If you just, if my wife yeah. just looks at her phone, right? If she makes eye contact with it, it unlocks. I'm like, really? That's kind of creepy. <laughs> it's like you know, it's like Amazon. You know, the Alexa just—it's always listening. I'm pretty comfortable <laughs> with a password. I'm just gonna stick with that. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> the, the the big follow from last week is is new phone. I started fresh. I didn't transfer anything over, so I finally put to bed my. 200 hour, I looked, 200 hours into uh, Fallout Shelter. Did you really finally? Because I didn't even know what that game was. I a put, show. <laughs> I, yeah. I, 200 hours into Fallout Shelter. I, I just like couldn't I said, you put that much time on a mobile game. Like, well, you know, it's just like, you know, <laughs> I play five minutes here, five minutes there, but I would play every freaking day of the week. Every day. I'd wake up, and I'd, you know, while I'm waking up, you know, you just... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I play Fallout Shelter for like just a couple minutes, right? And then I would go to work, and then I'd be waiting for something, you know. And I'd be like pull up my phone, play a Fallout Shelter for like a few minutes. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess yeah. Like we talked about that in the last show. I don't I don't have any mobile games on my phone. <laughs> Barely a smartphone. It's a fortress, and like I have a 3ds that I carry around everywhere, and like play Kirby. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay, so apparently uh, some people in our live chat are complaining because I said the A word, and which then caused uh, their 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 devices to respond. So uh, Alexa, add titty chips to my shopping list. Okay, we'll we'll leave that for the the listeners. Alexa, play Black Label Society. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> idea. <actually. laughs> oh, okay. Man. Uh, so my, 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 my question I want to throw out to the live channel here, uh, and then of course, you know, you is seeing how tomorrow is Groundhog's Day, right? Are there any games you've ever played that sort of resemble the movie plot of the grounds Groundhog's Day movie where like every day you wake up and it's a repeating cycle? Cause I, yeah. I, I can think of one. So can I just... I mean, I'm going to type it to you in Discord. No, no go ahead. <laughs> just, just throw it out. Oh, yeah. Majora's Mask. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Why didn't I, I mean, that's basically that. what that game is. It's my favorite Zelda game, by the way, hands down. My f- so, yeah. <laughs> that's all that game is. You repeat the same day over and over again, and you fucking die, and you fail. <laughs> and you <laughs> and die. You and you, yeah. <laughs> the world ends, and then you do it again. Yeah. <laughs> game is brilliant. Absolutely. Like, the, one of the most beautiful games ever made, man. Truly is. I, you know what? I do sounds dumb. So I got a copy of Majora's Mask third hand. Like somebody like gave it to me, right? In a box of other when stuff. Gives it to you? I, no, I don't even know what it, it was like. Under the, <laughs> underhanded or side handed, whatever. And I have I put it in to see if it worked, and it turned on, and that's as much as I played it. Like Boy, I put it back you in the box. You are missing out. 
you are missing out. It is, to, it is worth picking up. So you're saying I need to pl- I need to go dig because I still have. I kept my my Nintendo 64. I did keep that. Um, I'll I'll just say this. I think it's very hard to go back and play the 64 Zeldas. I think they don't. I don't. We've talked about this a little bit before privately. I don't think they stand the test of time. The 64 okay. era just like it just doesn't. I think those games are awkward and clunky and hard to play. Um, obviously, like I finished them uh, years ago, but when I went back to Majora's Mask about six months ago, maybe I couldn't play it on the 64 anymore. But I picked up the 3DS remake and had no problem. Was so. it just the, the 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 early clunkiness of you know cameras and joysticks and you know because that was like that was truly the age of everyone sort of defining what it means to be like 3D gaming, right? Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone wrote a great article in, in Kotaku and compared the 64 era to puberty in the sense that we didn't know how awkward we were at that age. And when you go back to the games, they didn't know how awkward they were. And they're very challenging to play. Like yeah. that lock-on Z um, and the one joystick, like it it does not work right anymore. <laughs> and another challenge is that now that we're in the HD TV era, like playing that game even in 480p, it just looks terrible. Yeah. Okay. So I, you know, I sold off my Nintendo, but I kept my my classic tube television. So oh, I do have you, a, you made the smart decision. Sir. I do oh, have yeah. a I do have a CRT TV just for my Super Nintendo and my sixty four. That's <laughs> such a good idea. I know. Um, it is yeah, heavy as like, hell. <laughs> you just like the kids are like, wow, this is what you used. I'm like, this is a small one. Like, you should have seen the big ones, <laughs> dude. I had an early HD TV with the tube, and that thing was so heavy that it took two of us to carry the guy. <laughs> so you kids think that's weird. Look at early HD TVs. Makes you really think about like moving. You're just like, I don't want to move. <laughs> Actually, funny when I when I graduated from college, I just left it in my apartment. Nope. <laughs> old <laughs> it's seen some wars it's time for it to go. <laughs> uh, that's some good stuff but yeah i highly recommend it. if you guys have not have not played major play it it is it is in terms of story and themes it is it is a masterpiece yeah because the one i was thinking of wasn't it wasn't it was close to a repeating cycle but it wasn't <laughs> like the, the the game only persists over like the period of like five or six game days but every day it was uh, the, mo- the the game Vidar, which, you know, uh, oh, fun, plug, fun plug, I think it's like episode four of, uh, or episode three or four of, of XP Quest, uh, where every every day in the middle of the night, someone in the game randomly dies. So it completely changes the plot every single day. <laughs> and it's sort of circular because you're just like every day you wake up and you're just sort of doing the same thing, but you're not. And then everybody keeps dying and you're trying to unravel the mysteries. And, uh, I have never heard of this game. I'm looking it up now. I have to play this. This looks fantastic. (laughs) It's, it's a solid game. We, we, uh, we had the, uh, I think it was episode three or four. How does combat come into play with this? It's, uh, I don't want to ruin too much of the mystery. There is sure. no combat. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't. <laughs> There's no wow. combat. What? Wow. <laughs> You're like, what? Is it an RPG? It looks like an RPG. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> if you want, I'll get you. I'll, I'll get you. I'll get you a copy of it if you really I want to play. I would it. love that. I would definitely play this. It looks fantastic. I'll, I'll, I'll get you a copy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is the most hipster game ever. Really, like, I really need to play this. The uh, so. the developer Dean uh, Revisi. Um, 
he he does Twitch streaming all the time where he's developing his next game every now and then. Every now and then, like he always does it in the middle of the day. So like I'm working, but if I if I can, I'll, I get the message saying, "Oh, he's streaming," and I pop into his channel and be like, and I'll just be like, hashtag burp or something, you know, just like, "Hey, I'm here," right? And then he literally stops programming. He's like, "DJ," <laughs> he's like, "We got Pip in the house," <laughs> like Jesus. all and all his followers are like, eh. <laughs> "I'm just like, I'm like, I'm just a guy." <laughs> You're the we, guy programming. The DJ Pimp Daddy is just known as DJ Pimp Daddy. Like I'm Chad because like you're just known as. DJ <laughs> I know. I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, okay, so uh, I don't think we have any other movies that sort of resemble Groundhog Day, but that was you. You win with that one, <laughs> Majora's Mask. You, you definitely yeah. win. I mean, I'm a huge I can't fan top of the Zelda that. series. I can't top that. <laughs> huge fan of the Zelda series. I own the Switch game. Uh, actually, own a, I actually got a Switch in March and finally got it in the summer, which is funny. I bought it in March and ended up getting it in August. Okay. And um, I mean, even even the new one, which is not a Zelda game at all, is fantastic. Like, I, I don't think there's a bad Zelda game in the main series ever. So they're all worth playing. Yeah. Okay. But like, I I gave up on Zelda, uh, in the Water Temple. <laughs> and, oh, and, and and I almost called it Okinawa of Time, <laughs> Ocarina of Time. Right? No, I, I gave Ocarina up in the Water Temple. I couldn't like I couldn't do that. Like that's where I was just like ah again. I, just, I rage quit the entire series. And that's probably why I never got the Majora's Mask. No, again, man, because going back to that, it's impossible. I don't know how I ever beat it as a kid. It's one yeah. of the things. They changed it. They altered it in the remake on 3DS because it's hey, so terrible. listen. Hey, listen. <laughs> yeah. Time to uh, screw with people's uh, Alexas again. Alexa, hey, listen. Okay, that, that'll get some unbelievable searches or something. Okay, continuing. <laughs> um... But yes, fuck the water temple. I agree, Pimp Daddy. Yeah. Alexa, your thoughts? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Continuing. Uh, into XP Quest news. Uh, I'm throwing this out there. I want to, as a as a channel, I want to finally play through Dragon Quest 1 through 10. Live. Oh, and, and we're going to play through this, like, over the period of the next year. With the our community here, which is just a couple of people, but we're good people. And well, and, and you Dragon can Warrior killed you a can, lot of slimes. Yeah, you <laughs> can, you can join in if you want. Uh, but I, I'm calling it the Dragon Quest campaign callout, right? So if you want to play along, go find Dragon Quest. Go find Dragon Quest One. You can play it on anything these days, or anything sort of subversive and questionable, right? There's lots of there's even like web pages you could play it on, or you can go get the original hardware. I would suggest uh, still got my cart, baby. Still got my cart. If you want the easiest way to play Dragon Quest, uh, the GBA uh, versions seem to be accelerated. I think is the best way to put it. Like they they tweaked a lot of the experience, so it's a lot faster, right? Um, it's not the plotting horror of the first game because, like, exactly. I think you and I talked about this. When exactly. I'm because, like, back when I was just a fan of the show, I listened to your XP, uh, your Dragon Warrior episode. And I think I read your blog back in the day, Pim Daddy. <laughs> oh god, on it as well. And um, like, because I my experience with that game was literally like horror. 
Like you move <laughs> a quarter of an inch, you run back to town, you take a nap. You go another quarter of an inch, you run back to town, you take a yeah. nap, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, okay, but I'm saying this. Like if we can we can all collectively do this. Dragon Quest one through ten, right? We can do this. Like everybody's got a stomach Dragon Quest one. That's like your that's your your hard homework to get into the course, right? Everyone go out there and play Dragon Quest. Or even just try to play it, right? Oh, I've completed it. Uh, for the record, I have beat Dragon. <laughs> and you're like, I'm done. So. You're not going to do it again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I so I actually replayed it uh, a couple months ago. It's on, not called Dragon Quest. It's on, called Dragon Warrior. Yeah, right? I, I replayed Dragon yeah. Warrior One uh, yeah. a couple months ago on iOS, and the iOS version is actually pretty solid. Like at first, I was like, How can you possibly play that? on a touch screen on like a little tiny phone and you know what it worked like it worked great and i'm like i looked and you could play one through four i believe on ios and i'm like oh hell yeah i'm doing this <laughs> so did they update the visuals like they did with the final fantasy origins nope which is no <laughs> old okay, school I nes sprites and they didn't include, like, if you play the GBA versions, they added in, like, anime splash screens and little cutscenes and stuff. None of that's in there. It's just straight-up NES rip, right? Because they're also Square Enix, right, those games? Yeah, yeah. Square has this thing about, like, whenever they re-release a game, they update it somehow, even marginally. Like, like Final Fantasy Origins, they imitated the old sprite graphics, but it was not. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, they don't preserve their games in the way I would like them to, to be honest. Personally. But even <laughs> even if you want to be cheap, you know, there's <clears throat> questionable emulation versions out there, which we will I, not discuss. But I uh, definitely I'll fly advocate that flag personally. Very high. <laughs> we, can't, we can't. Yeah, we can't get flagged. But I personally advocate you just download them and, and <coughs> paradise.org. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, moving on. Use your shield TV, like I am. Yeah. So uh, f- in our finding time to grind. Uh, Everybody that's in the live channel, uh, shoot us what you're playing this week. We'll call it out. What are you playing this week, Chad? Uh, dude, I'm obsessed with Lord of the Rings Online. Right I now. got you. Night. You're Every in. Night of my life. Yeah. Uh, you got me back in. It's You've funny been too, sending me messages like, yeah. God, I hate I, Goblin Town. And then like an hour later, like, okay, Goblin Town's like, okay, I'm getting this. And then you're It's like, okay. It's just too much of a grind. Like, <laughs> you're like, just... And then you're like, I love Goblin Town. And then like 20 minutes later, okay, I'm back to hating Goblin Town again. Dude, it's just the same thing over <laughs> and over again. But no, I, I love There's it. hidden doors. Like, if you realize there's hidden doors in Goblin Town, you would never yeah, really... The, the only way to, to effectively do Goblin Town solo is to have a second monitor or another laptop and have a, the map. You know? <laughs> I just <laughs> um, actually, it's very funny you said that because I have the Lotro wiki up the whole time I'm in there, and I'm looking for yeah quest locations and stuff because it was impossible at first. I couldn't find the girl. You have to like go find this elf chick in the jail cell, and I was like, "Where the fuck is this slave pen?" <laughs> it was driving me nuts. I went all around the goddamn thing, and that's when I texted you mad, and then finally looked it up, and I'm like, "Oh, it's to the right. It's not." To the right. What was those guys? <laughs> the brass. The brass. <laughs> there's this. There's this website called like the brass or something like that. Those guys have a killer map of Goblin Town. I think it's called the Brass, like B R A S S E or something. Oh, I, I'll check that out. I don't know what these guys are, who they were. I don't know if they were just like hardcore MMO site back in the day. I don't know if they even update it. But they, those guys have some really solid maps. If you if you get stuck, look that up. It's the Brass. 
I would love to. Um, that said, though, it is like I think the Misty Mountains is a really fun area to be yeah. honest. Yeah. So, so um, I was playing uh, Lord of the Rings recently, and God, where was I? I was in I was in Moria, but I was in that area where you go back out into the Misty Mountains and you you come across the the Balrog that you know uh, Gandalf f- smote his wreckage upon the mountain or whatever. <laughs> like I can't remember the name of that area, but I was grinding in that area and I just sat there for hours. Like I swear I was there for like two hours or three hours or something, just grinding through some deeds, but. Nobody, not one single person came out there. Like, I had this entire zone to myself. <laughs> I'm like, this is my zone. <laughs> I Actually, shall protect it. It's funny you say that because I've noticed since I've been in the Misty Mountains, I'm seeing other players, even in Goblin Town. Because that's one of my big issues I had before the server merge. I was on Maneldor. And oh. I stopped playing Lotro for a long time. He goes, no one else in the world was on Maneldor. <laughs> you were on Maneldor. Was that even a server? It was. It was a ghost town. You should have seen the auction houses. This is not a joke. Sometime the only shit on there would be mine. Oh, God. And, that's um, terrible. When I was searching for something, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. With Land Rovel, it it's just like the economy's wrecked because there's too many people selling stuff. Yeah. No, I. Um, that's where I am now. That's where you are as well. Uh, I, I think it's a much better, more playable server. And I do see other players. So it does have that MMA feel or MMO feel. I'm sorry. Um, I do appreciate it. <laughs> MMA feel. Like, I'm yeah, kick your Big butt. MMA no. fan. Big <laughs> MMA fan. <laughs> so, Draculet is playing DDO. I actually love that game. And uh, I, would I hope so because he runs the DDO cast. Oh, yeah. Dude, <laughs> he plays DDO players. If there's a second MMO I would pick up, it would be DDO. I'll just say that right now. Big fan. I swear DDO is on my I would really like to play it, but I've accepted the fact that you shouldn't play multiple MMOs. <laughs> you know, you like that's on my list. Yeah. And you can't like, do it, especially when they vanish. I used to play Star Wars Galaxies and now it's gone. Oh, like God. my Wookiee medic, he's just dead. <laughs> Wookiee medic. <laughs> Dude, I'm weird like this. I have a dwarf hunter right. Now. Everyone's like People walk by me and be like, what are you, an asshole? I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> a Wookiee medic. Uh, here's, a, here's, a, here's a shot. Oh, I growl and heal you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't piss him off. He'll rip your arm off, then give you a sling. Yeah. <laughs> Wookiee okay. medic. Yeah, dude, it was. It was fun, actually. You, know, you just uh, you do your best to blast him, and you could. It was really fun. <laughs> um, so, what is uh, what is Pathfinder Maker? Is that a card game? I know what Pathfinder I think, is. Uh, Pathfinder is like the three point five D and D because I I do a I do a group of that every now and then. I really want to find an online D and D group, but like I need to find one that's like super casual. Like I can't find I can't play with hardcore guys. <laughs> we were doing one online. On Sundays and stuff, but we have kind of stopped because it's not fun. It's not. It's not as fun online. It's very challenging to do and online. At my work, we used to play at lunch on Fridays. We would actually, we would actually play D and D five e, and it got out of control because so many people wanted to play that eventually we had a party of like seven people, which is impossible to play no, in a one hour impossible. lunch session once a week. Right. Especially because you'll have five assholes. Yeah, and then, like, as the D&D, I'm like, okay, or as the DM, I'm like, please, you know, 
somebody quit. <laughs> you know, like this is this is not fun. And then we just stopped playing. So I kind of were. It was like it was like we had something good and pure, and then it just went to hell. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. No, I know exactly how you feel, man. Um, you know, like we used to do D and D a lot when we were kids, and we had campaigns that like expanded over a year. And then uh, at some point in time, like, as you change as a person and as everyone else changes and, like, it just never comes out the way it does in your head and you always leave there a little disappointed. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, and and, and honestly, the, the heydays of my D&D that, like, my nostalgic point was, like, I think it was, like, 15 or 18 years ago. I mean, it was really long ago. And I just, like, I think back to all the awesome adventures we had. And, like, I, I had the perfect Dungeon Master at the time. Like, he was so freaking creative, right? <laughs> like, yeah. you got to have that right guy. And then the group, like, we were just a bunch of knuckleheads, and we just bashed each other. And back then, we just chain-smoked, and we sat up, and we just drank, like, Pepsi until we were just, like, vibrating from all the freaking caffeine. Chain-smoked? Chain were you smoking the ganj, Pimp Daddy? <laughs> we, we would go play <laughs> once a month, and we would start gaming at, like, 6 p.m., and we would stop playing at like six a.m. when like we were like we would stop playing and we would go to like Waffle House at six a.m. just completely strung out on caffeine and nicotine. <laughs> so hell, like we hardcore, but we only did it once a month, right? <laughs> but like, oh my god! By the time we came out of his his apartment, it was just like we were just shells of ourselves. <laughs> you know that is wild. Yeah, like I, and nobody drank. Him. Like nobody drank. Nobody did any stupid drugs or anything. It was just nicotine and. Caffeine, right? Okay, the ganja is not a stupid drug. You okay, no, off, no, no. Man. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> it didn't make you like, it didn't depress you. Yeah, you know I mean, it didn't like make yeah. you want to fall asleep. It was oh, just no, stimulants. That's all we were doing, stimulants. But it was like cocaine. I've had the right? exact same. <laughs> dude, I've had the exact same magic group. This is true since seventh grade. I like, and I am 31 years old now. Oh I've had the exact God. same magic group that long, and uh, <laughs> it's really? funny. Every time I go home to New York, we still play together, and uh, like it's. I've been through all of those like midnight sessions where like I literally got a fist fight with one of my friends one time for <laughs> a D and D game. This is true, Matt. If you're listening, coming for you, son of a bitch. And uh, yeah, <laughs> you know we've had all those experiences. You know those mid like one a.m. chaos where your brain's not working and you're still trying to do one more dungeon or play one more hand and yeah, yeah, yeah. fighting with each other. I love that though. All those. <laughs> I know, and <laughs> it, I it you can't replicate that over the internet. No, you can't. That's the thing. Like it's 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 such a like it's for me playing magic and playing DD was such a social experience. And there's something always lost in translation when and you're doing anything mediated. So Yeah. Yeah. And this and like sites like Roll Twenty kind of help, but it just it's We tried using that. It's if you slow. can't just if you can't just wing a dice at somebody when they just fuck up, you know? <laughs> it's just like you idiot, why did you do that? Like <laughs> Like yeah, uh, yeah. Your friends, your friends' jokes don't quite work right when you're like, "What did you say?" Oh, well, then you said it again. It's not you were, you were garbled. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I hate stuff like that. So to answer the question, uh, uh, it's a CRPG. It's coming out. It's an alpha. I love CRPGs like Divinity. Uh, big fan. You know, I would definitely check that out personally. I, I love CRPGs, Sweet. and I'm glad the chat is praising the hell out of the Wookie medic. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, had okay. a house in Tatooine and everything. <laughs> Very popular. <laughs> That's your new title as I introduce you on every show. The Wookiee Medic. Oh, uh, what was his name? 
Start with an E. Oh, please find the name for me. Oh, man. I uh, <laughs> have definitely have screenshots of it saved. I'll tell you what. I will tweet out a screenshot. I will find it. I know okay. I have one. Yeah, check, check XP Quest. We'll go. We're gonna retweet that. Okay, there we go. <laughs> He's real. I promise. Uh, okay, so this week I, of course, was playing uh, Torchlight. Not as much as I think I should have. Like I really should have put some more time into that. But you really should. They're great. Persona Five. <laughs> so that's that's a fair like you can't like you're playing a quality game. Even though I think JRPGs at this age, like I don't enjoy them as much as I used to. Like you're playing yeah. a good game. It's not, it's not like it's not like you got off Torchlight and you're like, I'm going to play Madden. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to play Madden. I wasn't playing, like, you know, Call of Duty or something. Or yeah, Duty, Duty yeah. Calls. Anyways, uh, one thing I will say about Persona is I am a hardcore fantasy guy, right? Fantasy RPG. This game is obviously set in modern-day Japanese high school. A <laughs> little bit of a difference from a, you know, a standard fantasy-based RPG. But I'm still I'm still digging it, <laughs> you know. Does it have those ditzy characters like Final Fantasy does, where they're like the hero, very and the girl who's like dumb as bricks? All of those like cartoon archetypes they have in JRPGs. Is that oh yeah, like that yeah, style? oh yeah. They're totally the, <laughs> the, the the blonde girl at the school at one point's walking around in a bikini with you know, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, That's normal. They're with ponytails, you know, like what? You know? Oh yeah. So that's there. Great. <laughs> no. the nerds in japan they just get off to this stuff i don't I get do, it do they do is it racist because <laughs> remember like final fantasy 13 you had uh zaz it was a great and like that game's great too but he is just like dressed like a black panther with an afro and japan's just like oh this is what black people are like <laughs> i know <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is this <laughs> like really really <laughs> Yeah, they have afros and they carry guns. Okay, <laughs> it's like I, I swear to God, my I have a love hate thing with Japan. Like they have such so a I, weird yeah, view so of I. the world, but I totally want to go to Japan. Right? Like I want to go there, but at the same time, I'm also like I'm a hardcore Whale Wars like fan, and just the whole idea of like the Sea Shepherd Foundation. Like ah, oh, we're gonna fuck Japan, you know? And I'm like, I'm like. I support Sea Shepherd, but not to the point where it won't let me into the country of Japan somehow if I'm going through customs. You know? No, there are a lot of stuff I don't like about Japanese culture. Like, I, I don't know if you knew this. I'm a closet, lifelong adult vegetarian. Uh, and, uh, so I don't eat, like, octopus. or Like, I think it's totally wrong. Those creatures are totally sentient, and they eat them all the time. Why well, don't you think it comes out of the sea? So that's where we'll, we'll agree to stop. What fight? Oysters like a G. I'm oyster Hitler. <laughs> oysters. <laughs> <laughs> They're like wait, a fucking plant. You know, wait, well oysters are—that's a thing, right? <laughs> you know brains or nervous systems? You, can, they, you farm them. They're it had a name, Chad. It had a name. What was his name? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They're about as sentient as SpongeBob. They're about as alive as a spoon. They have names on SpongeBob. You know, if it's if it's a character in a cartoon, then you know it has to be. You know, and then the one dude comes along like I'm dead sea. Okay, that's my that's my Disney that's my Disney tie-in for the show. Okay, we just made five dollars. Okay, so in I've also been playing Dragon Quest Two, obviously on iOS. That's my new toilet. It's my new toilet game, as I call it. Was that the first actual one called Dragon Quest? Uh, or is it Dragon uh, Warrior Two? Crap! Hang on, I'm pulling up my iPhone right. Yeah, now. I gotta look this up. Is it called Dragon Quest or is it called Dragon Warrior? 
That's what we're trying to figure out right this second. I never understood yeah. why they okay, changed it. Okay, the iOS name. is called Dragon Quest. I wonder if they renamed it. Because I thought there was Dragon Warrior 1, 2, and 3. Well, that's the American versions. Yeah, so is, the in America, they call it a Dragon Warrior. Is that true? Yeah. And it's... And, in Japan, it was called Dragon Quest. Right? Did not know that. I but when they when they re 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 released them all, uh, they made them. They started calling them Dragon Quest to you know the throwback to the Japanese thing, right? I did not know that. We're gonna, okay. We're gonna get Dragon Quest or Warrior one through ten, right? It's the same series, right? One through ten. We're gonna do this one through ten, and then we're gonna have a Dragon Warrior one through ten show. And I swear to effing God, it's going to be like five hours long, and people are going to die, and it's going to be the best show that XP Quest has ever put out in my entire. I mean, life. I'm willing. I'm willing to do it. Because so, <laughs> uh, there's, I mean, we're talking one through ten on a game. It's going to be epic. Again, like I don't know how I played these games when I was younger. Because like I beat Ultima Exodus on the NES and like played the <laughs> oh, hell out of the God. Game. Really, dude? I don't even <laughs> you know played why. Ultima I was, like, Exodus was on the go NES. What? Yeah. How could you do that to yourself? <laughs> I don't know. And like, literally, like now, like I don't even know how I finished it because like I put, I popped it in maybe about a year or two ago at this point, and like within two seconds, two of my four characters are dead, and I can no longer complete the game. Like, what? Well, how the fuck did I ever do this? <laughs> you played Ultimate Exodus on the NES. Uh, I used the light gun, and the second player was Rob the robot. Like, why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> like, <laughs> So can you only like one question like before we we go can you only play RPGs that are fantasy based because I love like horror RPGs I used to play Vampire the Masquerade back in the day um, I like the Vampire the Masquerade games on PC I thought they were like some of the best RPGs ever Bloodlines is a phenomenal RPG fucking play Bloodlines amazing game and I also like I'm a big cyberpunk fan and I cannot wait for the Cyberpunk 2030 game Okay um, I'm going to I'm going to throw this out there Traditionally I've always been fantasy-based RPG, right? Yeah. But just like craft beer, I'm slowly branching out to and finding other things that I like, right? I was always right. a lager guy until like five or six years ago. And then the whole wow. craft the craft beer thing really took off in Cincinnati. I still can't do IPAs. That's just too much. But as That's an as, drink. As, an, <laughs> as a home brewer, I appreciate That's probably why I'm kissing I appreciate guys at Black Label Society shows. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but I'm also like okay, now I can drink some stouts and I can make some porters and you know I, I will size <laughs> on it up. Any day of the week. Everybody says, hey, I got a size on. Hell yeah, pass me one. So you can do like <laughs> sours, but you can't do IPAs? I don't do sours. I do, yeah, I, see, that's where I stop. Like, my wife's like, oh, I like sours. And there's, there's a couple breweries in town that say I do sours. And I'm like, I was like, is the ABV's comparable? I'm so like, it's not an ABV nope. issue. <laughs> can't do the sours. I don't do kombucha. She's like, oh, kombucha is the best thing in the world. Kombucha's like, no. Thumbs down to kombucha. I have to agree with you on that. I like <laughs> she, everything else. She so. well, I think that's the Whole Foods that fucking you know Whole Foods told her to drink it, so she started drinking kombucha. Right? It's not even like really fermented, right? Is it just like slightly? Some sort it's of like tea point, and... It's like point five percent alcohol or something ridiculous. Like just guess, enough to call it alcoholic, but it's it not. It tastes like literally tastes like a douche because it tastes like vinegar. It's exactly. Just and I'm like, no I, idea. You drink this. <laughs> it's horrible. Like, oh, I've had it. I vinegar tea. Nope. Don't sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> 
I will drink my beer, thank you. <laughs> or a praising bloodline or in the chat? actual tea. <laughs> okay, so bloodline yeah. is amazing, amazing game. So, uh, what was the what was the the cyberpunk game that came out on SNES, and then they came out with a sequel, a spiritual sequel. Uh, the cyberpunk game I played was the one on 360. This. It's an RPG? Yeah. Cyberpunk. And you have like Final Fantasy VII, kind of has some cyberpunk vibe to it, which I like. Shadowrun. Oh, man. Classics. How did the, I not guess the, that? The, the sequel yeah. that came out, I, I can't remember what the freaking name was. Somebody gifted that to me, and uh, that's been on my okay. Now that I sort of, <laughs> this goes back to the whole the, the comparison with you know craft beer. I'm like, okay, now that my eyes have been opened up to flavor, let me go back and start playing some of these other things like Shadowrun. You know, and then somebody gifted me like a copy of the the latest Shadowrun sequel or spiritual sequel or whatever the hell it is. I can't, right. remember, I can't remember what it is at this point. I have not played enough of that series either. I do own them. Yeah. And uh, I, like you can get them on GOG for like a dollar. Yeah, so, so if, if people <laughs> want to throw out like, hey, here's the best of the best of stuff you need to play to sort of catch up to non-fantasy RPGs, I'm totally open for that. Tweet to me. <laughs> Send me lists. Oh, I probably could even come up with a couple. I'm sure you will. <laughs> Hybrid Theory for N64. Anyone else play that? Hybrid that great game. Theory. That was like a cyberpunky game. Um, I'm pretty sure it's called Hybrid Theory. It was an RPG. What was the sequel to Shadowrun? I'm drawing a blank I think that it's here. part of that series. No, not Hybrid Theory. That's a stupid Linkin Park album, isn't it? There's a hybrid game. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. I know the guy died. Hybrid for N64. <laughs> <laughs> Lincoln Park's still terrible. Um, Hybrid Heaven. That's what it was. I, I actually still have the cartridge for that, but I loved that game. Loved that game. Um, it's probably crap now, and I just, I'm just in denial. But Hybrid Heaven, really, really good at the time when I played it. Was it Shadowrun Returns? Was that literally the sequel? I don't know. I can't even That's a good question. Somebody gifted it to me. It's somewhere in my Steam library. I swear to God I have a sequel to this. And so everybody's like, oh my God, I gotta play that. And I'm like, I haven't even played Shadowrun. <laughs> so, you know, I, my, I I call it my, like, desert island game pile, right? Someday, if I'm just, like, I'm retired, I'm just going to sit down and play this entire pile of video games. But we all know how that goes. <laughs> Mine's going to be Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves for Ness. I want to get to that part where you fight that tree monster. Oh, my God, like I, cannot, I cannot get out of the first room in that game. Like the, uh, that's the, because it's the worst game ever made. The fencing? <laughs> that's why. Okay, uh, second worst game, uh, Willow. <laughs> oh, dude I, dude, I love the movie. I thought the as a kid, it was one of those games I, I was just bad at. As an adult, you realize it just sucks. Yeah. Exactly. Like <laughs> oh God, it was horrible. <laughs> okay, it's not so... as bad as uh, the Doctor Jekyll Mister Hyde game. I remember as a kid, like there were people randomly poking you, walking by <laughs> in the street. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, well, I'm just bad at this game. And as an adult, I'm like, no, this game is just crap. It's fucking terrible. It's the worst <laughs> game ever. Okay, so my last game that I was playing this week. Uh, <clears throat> let me do this. DJ started playing Bastion, and then he fell to his death. <laughs> <laughs> I love that game. <laughs> Uh, one of the most creative uh, games ever. I think it pushes the boundary of like games being art because its narrative is uh, is like hyper linear. Um, 
Uh, oh my like, god! But the the voiceovers, the what makes that game? You know, he's just it's like, all style, man. He like, just kind of really... rages for a bit. <laughs> you just like you just sit here, just like wailing on stuff. He's like, okay, now the narrator's making fun of me. No, <laughs> it's, it's got these, these painted backgrounds, and uh, like that game, that game does like everything it can to sort of uh, to sort of um, get rid of some of those cognitive dissonance things that video games have, like the death element. Like yeah. Bastion really turns it on his face because it just writes your death into part of the narrative. I think that's really <laughs> exactly. cool. Um, it's a hell of a game. It's a it's a fun little action RPG too, and you can bust through it a couple nights. I was like, why so, isn't there a sequel to this? Right? It's such I a fun know. little game. <laughs> Dude, it's it's phenomenal. And again, you can get it you can buy it, you know, for like three or four bucks now. DJ Pippetti loaded up Bastion 2. <laughs> and then he fell to his death. <laughs> and then they went out of business. Just kidding. Oh, <laughs> Like Bastion, uh, like that's one of the few games where like I, I I I put on the PlayStation Four. I let my kids play it, but I put on like parental locks, right? So they can't play yeah. like anything that's like thirteen or up, right? But Bastion's on that list, and my sons just sat. My youngest son, he's like seven. He just sat there jumping off a cliff to his death repeatedly, just because he he laughed so hard. Kids gone he, crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love the narrator's it. just like. <laughs> I'm not even sure what he's doing anymore. <laughs> like, you know, just like it's it's one of my favorite games, um, and completely completely uh, underrated in every way. So, like, I, I've seen reviews of it too. Like, that's ah, a fun action RPG. I'm like, no, it's so much more than that. It's yeah. so much more. Than that. Like, but um, but see, like, I don't know if I could do. I don't know if it has enough content to really do an entire dedicated show. But we it yeah, doesn't. We, like, we can talk about it all over the place. The weakness but, of it is literally the gameplay because it ends up being hyper repetitive and like you don't have a lot of character customization stuff. At some point, yeah. I think it wears itself thin. But I, and I, this is the furthest I've gotten in it because I had it on Steam and I sort of played it and I so I giggled, but then I never came back to it. And, I, and then on PSN, it it was during that sale. I bought it for like a dollar, right? I'm like, well, okay, whatever. It's a dollar. Yeah, I can play no, it. On, I, I can play it on the couch, and it it is so much better playing it as on a controller on a TV than it is playing I it on know. Steam. It is that is a console game right there. I know, like I don't get it. Like I also play like I have it on PC, and I literally put a I literally plugged in a 360 controller into my laptop to play it because I don't know how you can play it on a keyboard. Yeah, no way. Those are the games Thumbs I down. want you people to tell me. And I said you people. Uh, I want use to tell me to buy that game on PlayStation, right? That's the game I want you to be like, no, get that on PlayStation and play that. The PC version does have native support for the Xbox 360 controller. Native, with air quotes. Literally. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I mean, well, I think you can actually just plug it in. It actually has an, it literally has a photo of the 360 controller. In the <laughs> it's a photo. Seriously. Yeah. Like, it, it really is like, please use a controller with this. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got to respect that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so into our donation section, uh, I put down donation speech dash ad lib or beatbox down for whatever. Uh, we have uh, Patreon accounts over for the Players Alliance. If you love this show or any of the other Players Alliance shows, go out to any of our shows slash live, like xpquest.com slash live. You can donate. Toss us a coin or two or maybe ten. Um, and, and that sort of, it goes to all the back-end costs. There's, you know, there's, there's nominal fees for all this. And, and that doesn't, none of this goes to me, which I'm proud to say. We, we it self, all goes to me. We, <laughs> XP Quest, <laughs> we self-fund 
and that's why the quality is so great. So, um, moving on out of that, <laughs> if you have any questions or you want to email us, you can email us at podcast at xbquest.com, or you can follow us on Twitter at PlayersAlly at xbquest, myself at DJ Pimp Daddy, our uh, missing host at Raytech Rages, if he could ever stop raging. Ugh! Uh, and then, of course, at Chad Van Alston. And then you can be found where? What's, what's your other show again? Yeah, you can also find uh, my, my movie podcast or The Cinematic Tangent. You can find that at thecinematictangent.com uh, or The Cinematic Tangent on iTunes. Which is wonderful. If you're a movie file like myself, <laughs> that's the show. Because it's just like two jackasses getting drunk talking about movies. But you, it's almost like you guys want to be professional film guys. But you just get too drunk during the show. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. Or like you know, we just don't, we just don't talk like that. Like both of us have legitimate educations in, and degrees. <laughs> and, uh, Did you guys ever so. do the the episode where you guys got together in New York? Yeah, we. Uh, Was we that this episode? That. <laughs> no, there's there's an episode that's coming out. It actually just came out. I had to remove it. Technical error. That'll come out tomorrow. Technical uh, error. We mentioned it. We removed it because we got into this whole. Got in this whole discussion about the Me Too thing or whatever and um, all, all that kind of stuff. And we were drunk and we realized that it wasn't very thoughtful. <laughs> it's not something we wanted to release in the world. Even though it's not like, you know, like no one said anything terrible. But we repeated some of that conversation at the beginning of this new show uh, while we're sober if you want my somewhat controversial opinion on it. So, <laughs> okay. Interesting. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and of course, in our uh, final thoughts here, we got the Players Alliance live shows. Mondays at 8.30, you got uh, 8.30 Eastern, you have DDO Players News. Uh, uh, whenever we damn feel like it, Eastern, uh, which is probably going to be Thursdays, uh, we have XP Quest. Uh, last Friday of every month, I think, is Lotro Academy? Question mark? Um, and then Saturdays at 8.30 Eastern, you still have the flagship Lotro Players News. And, of course, uh, next episode, uh, in honor of, you know, sort of you're, you're fitting into your whole role here, I, I want to do a crossover episode. Our, our topic is uh, RPGs, or if there's not as many RPGs, we could just talk about games with movie tie-ins and how bad of an idea that is. So we're going to talk about <laughs> games... That have movie tie-ins or vice versa. Uh Oh, Lord of the Rings, the third age. Here we come. I want to say (laughs) we should probably skip like 8-bit or 16-bit game. Because like back then, it was all about the movie tie-ins. I think we should skip 8-bit and 16-bit, right? We should just... They have to be RPGs too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we could skip all of Hmm. the, you know, every single horrible... Eight bit, you know, game that had a movie tie-in like Willow, games... like Willow. Like, oh, we yeah. could skip that, right? <laughs> what about games that are part of a larger license, like uh, say the, um, the Old Republic, which is one of my favorite RPGs of all time? Oh yeah, yeah. So. Anything that's been smeared too far, it's it's free yeah. game. <laughs> Anything is like yeah. Star Wars. Oh yeah, we're coming for you. <laughs> wow, I don't know, man. Star Wars RPGs, I think, are all good. But... That's my Wookiee medic. He loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I heal you. <laughs> okay. Everyone, uh, stay safe. Actually, don't stay safe. Safe is boring. Get a little crazy and dangerous tonight. And uh, everyone find time for that grind. Peace out. Happiness. Love. Say goodbye. Thank you, guys.
That was a terrible outro. Why would you say Thank that? you all very much. Pimp Daddy, it's been a pleasure to be <laughs> Great time, great show, great program, great, great people listening to Pimp Daddy. Okay, I'm hitting stop. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Knock over him this shit.